Welcome to Career Passport, a podcast that features different partner career journeys across Starbucks. I'm your host, Donna Ewan. So buckle up your seatbelt as we meet our guest for today. On this episode of Career Passport, we are venturing into the finance department at Starbucks Canada. While you might not be a partner that is looking to develop into this team, a takeaway that is still potentially relevant for you is learning about Devin McChain's approach to career development. Devin is almost a decade-long partner and is currently in her seventh role at Starbucks. We're so excited to have Devin share more about her journey, department, and also demystify a thing or two about the finance team. Devin, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Donna. Thanks so much for being here. Before we really get into your story and your your role, could you actually share a little bit about your Starbucks story? Because it's almost been 10 years, which is amazing. For sure. So yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm a nine and a half year partner. I joined Starbucks back in 2012 as a barista in a store in Winnipeg, where I'm originally from. I really joined initially just as a part-time job uh, while I was in school. I was a barista for about a year, and then I spent four years as a shift supervisor while I was in business school. I graduated with a Bachelor of Commerce Honors degree with a double major in finance and international business. And a good chunk of my time working in store, I really knew that I wanted to continue to grow and develop my career with Starbucks. I loved the company, the culture, and I loved that working at Starbucks, there was really that sense of care for partners. And most of all, I really just loved the people that I worked with. You know, I worked with some of the best people that are still, you know, my closest friends now. And it's really just a place that I saw myself working at, you know, long term. So I ended up applying for a role that was posted on the career page to be a senior coordinator in store development in the Vancouver office. So I interviewed and was selected for that role. And I moved out to Vancouver on a one-year TLA. Ultimately, I wanted to make the move over to finance. And I had some really great leaders that, you know, really helped me connect with partners on the finance team. And when my TLA role in store dev was winding down, there was a role in finance that opened up. And again, you know, I interviewed and was selected for that as um, a permanent role on the finance team. Once again, packed up and moved this time over to Toronto. And now I've been on the finance team for the past three and a half years where I've had the roles of financial analyst, associate financial analyst, senior financial analyst, and my current role as a business analysis manager. Wow, that's amazing. Congrats on all those moves and all the jobs that you've had. Is it even hard for you at this point to move from one part of the country to another part? Yeah, it is super difficult um, to move and to leave kind of what you know behind. And, you know, most of my family and a lot of my friends are still back in Winnipeg. So it was definitely hard leaving that and kind of branching out. I have always been super driven and really kind of know what I want. You know, I have a really great support system in my family and friends that, you know, I know they'll continue to support me no matter if, you know, we're living in the same city or not. But yeah, it is super difficult. I I won't lie and say it's been easy to move around the country. It is definitely challenging, but it's, you know, for sure, great opportunities. And it's been really great for me. For sure. And I love how that you're really uh, taking charge on it versus waiting for the opportunities to come to you and having it to be convenient, so to speak. Like you knew what you want and you went for it. And I think that should be highlighted and also commended. This episode is really about the finance team. And um, since we actually don't know that much about the finance team, especially at Canada, can you share a little bit more about the structure and how this team operates? 
Yeah, for sure. Within the Canada finance team, we have four smaller teams which support our different cross-functional partners. Each of those teams really manage planning, forecasting, performance management, any ad hoc projects within their respective areas. So the first team is we have a product and marketing finance team, and they really support everything related to revenue. This can be anything from a certain beverage platform is performing, or how many transactions we're doing per store per day. A second team we have is a supply chain finance team. They support everything related to COGS, which is cost of goods sold. This includes anything from product COGS, waste, freight, distribution. And an example of what it means when we talk COGS would be the cost of espresso and dairy that then go into creating a latte in our stores. The third team is a retail operations finance team, which really supports all things labor and wages and benefits. And finally, the fourth team is the financial planning and analysis and licensed store finance team. So this team really leads our overall annual planning and quarterly forecasting and various reporting processes. So they're really responsible for a lot of the consolidation and really rolling all of these areas up and delivering that total Canada view. And then we did recently go through kind of a broader organization structure change where we now also have the strategy, analytics and insights team falling under our umbrella as well. Altogether, the finance and strategy team is made up of about 20 partners. That's awesome. And and Devin, which team are you currently sitting on? I have spent a lot of time on the financial planning and analysis team. And in January, I transitioned over to the retail operations finance team. That's awesome. And so you actually talked a little bit about forecasting and reporting. And obviously, there's a lot of planning in the support function. I'm really curious to know, in operations, for example, the schedule is really around the seasonal promotions. So what are those key moments of the year for finance? Yeah, so we really work around the fiscal year, which runs from October through September. And so during the summer, we do what's called financial plan. And that's really our total plan for the upcoming fiscal year. So that's for sure one of our busiest times. And then throughout the year, we re-forecast every quarter. So to make sure, you know, we're following trends and adapting projects or investments as necessary. And then we also do what's called our strat plan annually through kind of the window of November, December and January. And that's more of um, a higher level view at where we see our business going over the next three years. And of course, so results are super important in finance. So at the end of every month and quarter, we do a lot of results reporting. So we're always looking at at all angles, really. So kind of like how we've been doing, how we're currently doing, and then where we expect to go moving forward in the near future, as well as a bit further out. I remember you talking about these terms like three plus nine, six plus six. What does that actually mean, if you could explain that further? Our three main quarterly forecasts outside of our financial plan are three plus nine, six plus six, and nine plus three. And so what these really mean, so for example, three plus nine is a forecast that we do after Q1. So it's kind of saying that three months have already happened and we're reforecasting for our remaining nine months of the fiscal year. That's cool. And six plus six is basically six months have passed and now we're looking into the six months of future. Exactly. That's great. So obviously there's a ton of work and responsibilities into all of the things that you've mentioned. I'm really curious, what are some of those key responsibilities back when you were a financial analyst associate, which is more, I guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the more entry level role. And how have those responsibilities compounded to the role you're in now today? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say the role that I, I started in as a financial analyst associate was really more so focused on kind of that gathering data and understanding drivers. And so, for example, in that role, I worked a lot with operating expenses. So it was really understanding what was going on in this specific area and looking at trends and forecasting, for example, like store supplies. That's a really big area in operating expenses that you know I spent a lot of time in. Really moving into my later couple of roles, my responsibilities within a forecast cycle, for example, were much more focused on looking at the whole business and making sure that really all of the pieces of the business fit together. So I would receive what other finance partners were planning in their areas and make sure that what we were planning as a total Canada business was really gonna drive the business in the right way. And as I've evolved, there's really just more of a focus on you know ownership and leadership. You did mention one word that I would love to define. What is the driver actually? And what's an example? When we talk business drivers, it's really anything that's going on in the business that's either driving, you know, your expenses to be higher, inflation, when we see a lot of more expensive costs on our dairy um, or things like that, that's really driving our costs to increase. Uh, Cool. Devin, transitioning a little bit, what does a week in the life look like for for all the finance partners out there? Yeah, so I, I don't think we have kind of a standard week in finance. Um, it, <laughs> right. it, really, it, it really depends kind of where, where in the year we are and what we're working on. But I'd say what is more so standard is we receive and deliver a lot of reporting every Monday on the prior week's results. So definitely how we start all of our weeks is really looking at the performance of the prior week. And then throughout the week, it's really working on whatever's going on at that time, whatever, you know, whether we're working on a forecast or an ad hoc project or collaborating with cross-functional partners on a project. We do have smaller team meetings throughout the week. And then something that I look forward to the most is we do come together as a whole finance team for a team coffee tasting every single week. Um, And it's such a great time where we all get to chat about what's going on and just spend time together as a full team. That's really awesome to see like the coffee culture still reflected in the non-retail space for finance, which is amazing. What are some of the ways that your work in finance impacts the third place for our partners in stores and customers as well? I think as a finance team, it's really supporting the initiatives and investments in our store partners and store equipment to set them up in the best possible way so they're able to create best moments for our customers. Do you have an example of that actually? One of the main things that we've really been accelerating over the last couple of years is the Mistrina 2 machine. We've been trying to get those into all of our stores to really make our store partners' lives a a little bit easier and just have kind of the most up-to-date equipment. From our past conversations, we were talking about how like this project can take a year to implement. Is that true or is that actually can actually take even longer than that? Yeah, it can. So depending on, you know, what investments or initiatives we're trying to roll out, We really try and get all of them planned when we do our financial plan. Everything we want to do for the upcoming year, we want to be able to capture in that plan as best we can. And then ideally, we'll be able to roll it out within those 12 months. That's awesome. And for those partners who have been listening to this conversation throughout and they're feeling really jazzed about this department and they're so curious, how do I get into a team like yours? What education, what sort of activities should these partners be pursuing and thinking about right now to be in a role like yours? 
I think most people on the finance team and probably what we prefer most would be business related or finance degree. I think it's super important to really have foundational finance knowledge coming into a role on the finance team. I mean, there's so many ins and outs of finance and there's really lots that you learn kind of as you're in it and as you go. But really, yeah, that it, most important is definitely kind of that basis of finance fundamentals to really be able to build on. I know sometimes we do look at, you know, like engineering as well, really anything that has a really good analytical aspect. For sure. What are some of those important skills that partners really need to hone if they're looking to develop into the space? Yeah, I'd say probably number number one key skill for finance is really analytical skills. Super important with really all the work that we do and, and that we support. Problem solving is another really important one. You know, being able to identify a problem, kind of work it through, figure out some solutions and that whole process is, is super important. And then because we work with so many different cross-functional partners, I'd say communication and collaboration are, are really key in what we do as well. That's awesome. So summary was analytical, problem solving, communication and collaboration. Really curious to know, is it nature, is it nurture? How can someone, if it is something that you can nurture, develop these skills? Yeah, I would definitely say that these are skills that can be developed through different situations. You can definitely learn and grow on them. I know from, you know, being a shift supervisor, there was tons I learned in the store, you know, with problem solving and, you know, things pop up and you have to kind of make some quick decisions sometimes. So, um, yeah, definitely through real life experiences, I think you, you can definitely develop those skills. And then as well, you know, going through business school and the degree program that I was in, you, you learn a lot of those skills just through education as well. Devin, as we wrap up this episode, is there anything you'd like to demystify about your team? Yeah, I think um, sometimes when people think of finance, they think number crunchers or, you know, human calculators, <laughs> which isn't always totally far off. But as a finance team, we do take a lot of pride in being really great thought partners to our cross-functional partners. And it's just something that's super important for us that you know we really hope comes across in our partnerships is being able to provide financial insights and then just really being those respected thought partners for our cross-functional partners. That's awesome. This has been super, super eye-opening and educational, and it's been also such a great opportunity to get to talk to someone personal on the team. So Devin, thank you so much for being on Career Passport today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Donna. And that wraps up this episode of Career Passport. Be sure to like, subscribe, and if you feel up for it, even give us a review. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Donna Ewan, and this is Starbucks Canada Career Passport.